Alright, let's get to it. Holy shit! Holy fucking shit! Oh my god! Just when you think you couldn't get more and more and more out of this episode, it gave you more and more and more! What the fuck? Big old balls of fire. Big old piles of fire. Bug, 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 bug. You you had texted me that I was on my way home. Best bug in episode. And I think you're right. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Unbelievable. Spoiler well, alert. Yes, spoiler alert. Huge spoiler alerts. Welcome. Here it comes. Yes, welcome to Fan Speculation. I am CJ Palmasano. I'm joined by my good buddy, my co-host. Vinny Carini. Gotta give him a little time. We're not physically near each other. Anyway, uh, we are going to be covering the book of Boba Fett, episode six, this was. And we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, another spoilers if you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home. But if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you should know what happened by now. Uh, spoilers yeah. because we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home, the interview of the three Spider-Mans, or the three Spider-Men with... Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. Uh, then we talk about some reports from the re- the reliable news source of My Time to Shine Hello on Twitter with some returning characters, some things they wanted to happen in certain movies. So this is going to be pretty spoiler heavy. And then we're going to close things off with the podcast talking about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Now, this is going to be a very dark film. So yeah. first and foremost, let's just kick things off with the Book of Boba Fett. Wow. Um, I... I was saying to you, Vin, before we uh, started recording, I do have a bit of a bit of a controversial opinion with this episode, and I say it with this: I loved this episode so much, and I'm okay with different characters intermingling in these different shows with the purpose of this overall big story being told. I just didn't like that Boba has kind of been a side character and now his own show. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, I I agree. Uh, there, there's a, actually a couple things with the Boba Fett show that I didn't like, and they're very minor things that I didn't like. But um, I totally get what you're saying. But I think giving Mando the spotlight uh, was super important because Mando is now going to, uh, you know, bring in the people of of, of most um, most Espa, I think. No, no, no. Most, it was most, with a P. Most Pelgo. Most Pelgo. Yeah, most Pelgo. Um, I don't think I don't think um, what the hell is that guy's name? Fuck. Tim, Tim, Timothy Oliphant's character. Cobb. Uh, Cobb Van. Cobb Van. I don't think he's dead. Number one. I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> I I think I think that was a perfect introduction of Cad Bane. Oh my god. Um, it, like 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 legitimately <laughs> hey, perfect. We- we called it. We've been saying Cad Bane should be in Book of Boba Fett forever. We've been saying it for months that he's going to be in the show. We said we... it during Mandalorian Season 1, I think. We didn't cover this show during Mandalorian Season 1 or Season 2. But I think we talked about it for Bad Batch. I think we said he could be appear in Bad Batch. That's well, right. That's no, actually, I don't think we said he could appear in Bad Batch. I think when we were covering Bad Batch, I think we theorized that he could show up for Book of Boba Fett. That's right. That's right. Because... Well, now that it's totally confirmed that it, there's going to be a standoff between Boba Fett and Cad Bane. And yeah, Cad's working for the Pikes. So there's a lot to get into this episode. And Cad Bane was like... Oh my god! What? What if it's not between Boba Fett and Boba Fett's fucking injured or some shit? And it's between Cad and Mando. Oh shit. And Ma- and Mando has to use the Darksaber. That's pretty, that's pretty crazy. Or Cobb Van gets a second shot. That would be good too. 
I, I mean, would love to see Kyle Van take the take the kill, just just because I'm a T- Timothy Oliphant fan. I think we could probably see some kind of redemption from him, considering um, <clears throat> I think like maybe Cobb, uh, Cad Bane might be a little too much to handle for some of these guys, and he could possibly yeah, that's hundred percent. He could possibly get the better of Mando and Boba, oh. and it's it's a uh, uh, Cobb Van who gets the better of him. <laughs> We're gonna segue. We're gonna, let's segue into another quick topic of uh, of, of this episode. Um, the 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 uniting of Ahsoka and Luke. Them finally oh meeting. Oh my god, dude! I I freaked out when that happened. And like anybody who listens to this knows how much of a huge fan I am of Ahsoka Tano. I was like, what the fuck? I did not expect her to be here. Like like we. Yeah, all... I actually got goosebumps. Yeah, I did not expect expect to see Ahsoka in this episode. Like. Like, I think we had an idea when they let, you know, and I was like, but first I have to go see a little friend. Okay, we, yeah. I know they teased it, but honestly, I didn't expect to see Grogu. I didn't expect to see Luke. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect to see that till Mando season three, but I guess. It was just you know. so much, and like, and how much time we got with Luke and Grogu too, like. Oh, ton, a ton. And and I'll be honest, I thought it was, um, who's that fucking actor from, from, from uh, the Winter Soldier? Who's that actor? Oh, you thought of Sebastian Stan for a second. I thought it was Sebastian Stan just for a second because in the opening scenes where Luke comes out, it's so real. And I was like, oh, my God, did they actually do it? And then I realized that it was like advanced CGI. No, yeah, but that was pretty good. I mean, you could kind of tell it was CGI, but it was still really good, though. I really yeah. like that he gave Grogu a choice. I, dude, I'm 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 a little pissed about that. I'm like, no, why does he have to choose? Why can't he have both? Dude. You know he's going to end up with both, number one. And we're going to get that in Mando Season 3. I guarantee we don't see Luke or Grogu again until Season 3. I would I would have to say so. And that's just like, oh my god, that you're leaving it with that? It was like, oh my god. I feel so bad for him. He's He, he has to choose between the, the Mandalorian chain link armor and, and Yoda's lightsabers. Not oh, even that. I, I also, I also, I'm sorry. You know how I, how I come up spot on with these theories? Yeah, man, just um, roll with them. It just fucking dawned on me when Mando left that planet. I'm assuming that that was Yavin 4. Um, I would have to assume too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I like that Grogu is going to be the first student, by the way. Uh, the, the thing that dawned on me while Mando's ship is flying away, something tells me that in the final season of Mandalorian, whatever number that's going to be, whether it be 4 or 5 or whatever, Mando's going to die. You really think so? I think this whole show leads up to him dying and Grogu living. Yeah, I, I do see that happening. I could see him like sacrificing himself for Grogu. I could it's, really... it's, it's, it's either that or it's Disney setting up an Endgame-like event for Star Wars, meaning I... that they're going to make a new trilogy canon. And I would, it has to I would Grogu, think... Ahsoka... You know what I mean? I would think so too. Also, I think that end game type of thing is Thrawn. I think Red Admiral Thrawn is that end game Thanos like character that they're building. I into. hope we get a trilogy series. I mean, after you know last week's episode, people were calling for Bryce Howard to direct a trilogy. And well, not listen, now that now the Cad Bane. Yes, I saw that. Now the Cad Bane's in the mix. There's all kinds of shit that can happen with Thrawn. Mm-hmm. And Cad Bane is a bounty hunter. He doesn't give a shit who you are. He just wants it for the money. But mm-hmm. he was he was trying to convince uh, Cobb Van, you know, like Boba Fett was a was a merciless killer who worked for the Empire, and he's trying mm-hmm. to sway them away. It's like, 
I'm so glad that all oh the, my so God. another one. Another theory. Okay, go ahead. Mandalorian. Mando. Dinjarin. Fights. Whatever's left of Darth Maul. I know he's supposed to be dead. I don't I got a I got a feeling he's coming back. He he died, man. He's dead at this point. Maul is dead. Obi Wan killed him. But what if he's leading the pikes? Well, I mean, I sent you that picture, like Crimson Dawn, like yeah, I know. I, know. I, th- I think what's her name? Uh, who's Han's first girlfriend? I think she's probably leading them right now. So I think the Pikes could probably be working with Crimson Dawn, but I don't. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I mean, then again, crazier things have happened. You never know what the fucking happened in these in these Star think, Wars superhero things. Do you think? Do you think Cad Bane is going to be the biggest bad of this season? I mean, there's only one more episode left, so. I would think it's going to come down to a standoff between either Boba and Cad or Mando and Cad, and it's going to be a big thing. But me personally, I want to see Boba and Cad have this. I want them yeah, to have it because th- because Boba needs he needs to do some really awesome shit in this next episode to make it better to make us feel to not feel like bad for him the fact that this happened that you know he kind of got yeah. sidetracked in his own series because yeah. he really needs some a bit a bit of redemption to do something right now and. So- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. The um the theory I was gonna drop was that Mando season three finale is like whatever's left of Darth Maul versus Mando with the dark saber for the like to rule Mandalore again. That could that'd be interesting. I mean, you mentioned a while ago about how the the Lady Lorian she has the the horns like Maul, and in yeah. the, in Star Wars: The Clone Wars uh, season last season. Spoiler warning for those of you who are listening who haven't seen Clone Wars. Um, but you know, when Maul was ruling Mandalore, um, the Mandalorians who decided to stay in his loyalty, they decided to adopt the, some of the horns in his head. And I think the, yeah. the, the armorer, I think she was one of those loyal Mandalorians. Hence why she kind of has this disdain for Bo-Katan and, um, doesn't, yeah, doesn't yeah. really like her. And she's like, she's like a zealot. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where that's coming from. Oh, um, also the, the heavier Mando, uh, I forget his name. That, that tried to fight. Uh, he's for the uh, he, he, uh, he's a he's a part of Cran Vizsla, who is the ans- part of the ancestor who who created the dark saber, who was a Mandalorian and uh, a, a, a Jedi, and then another ancestor later on, the one who was leading Death Watch. He had the dark saber, uh, but the bit. What about the big guy? Um, his helmet. Remember the remember the jetpack troopers that were like. Mole's elite. Yeah, remember how they were like red and black at uniforms and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's he. That guy's wearing the same helmet, just blue. True. Very true. Instead of the red and black. So maybe you know him and the him and the armor stick together so much because they have a past working for Mole. Probably. Like I think they're part of the Mandalorians who were who were who were uh, loyal to Maul in the sense that they. They, that's the well. This is tradition. That is the ruler. He defeated okay. Vizsla, so now he is our ruler. Whereas, like you know, the other Mandalorians, like Bo-Katan and all of them, are just like, no, that, that that's insane. No, why would we? He's an outsider. So it's just yep. like that's. I remember I was rewatching the last episode from last week just the other night to kind of prepare for this episode, and mm-hmm. I thought to myself, why doesn't she stop Din with the dark saber? Like that's his. But I thought about it. Well. No one stopped Moff Gideon either, and he had the Darksaber for years. Bro. Yes? Obi-Wan takes place before Mandalorian, correct? Obi-Wan takes place 
Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, of course it does. Like it, it, it takes place like it's like I don't know how many years after uh, Regent yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Right. Scrap that. You know how we're getting Ahsoka. Yeah. What if Mando is the only character that mainly jumps from show to show while having his own show? I like that a lot. So Ahsoka is going to go after. Um, she's she's gonna Thrawn. she's gonna try she's gonna, gonna look after Thrawn. for Thrawn and find Ezra too. And she's gonna recruit Ezra and Mando, and we're gonna see that team up. Well, don't forget about Sabine. Sabine's gonna and be Gro- too. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And um, and I guarantee Grogu's gonna be like a little fucking badass motherfucker by that time. <laughs> Whenever the Silk Sword comes out, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, one thing also is that I would figure Bo-Katan would be in that too, and she's getting her own series. I don't know if we talked oh, about that. She's gonna be getting her own Mando- series. Mando. Mando is, is essentially Deadpool Star Wars, and he can just jump from show to show. I like that idea. I like that he could be the character that can jump from every show, kind of show up for a little bit. Because we, they all know he is the one who, this this character, this show is the one that, you know, started this whole big thing yep. for Star Wars. You mm-hmm. know? Oh, I don't know if you caught, I don't know if you caught this, but when Mando goes back to uh, Jabba's palace, and yeah. um, Fennec, Fennec is like, you know, giving... The, the rundown on, on what's going on with the Pikes. Do you remember when she acknowledges Mando's presence and makes him known to everybody? Yeah, what about it? You know when he tilts his helmet, like, slowly at Fennec? Mm-hmm. That was, that was, like, in, uh, that was, like, to acknowledge the, the like, the original appearance of Boba Fett in that, Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi. That's a hell of an Easter egg there, man. I didn't even think about that. As soon as I saw that slow, like, helmet tilt, I was like, oh, my God, that is where Boba Fett was standing. That is how Jabba acknowledged him. Boom. That's pretty cool. Damn, man, you're getting really good at this shit. I mean, you, you know your Star Wars more than anything else. Hell, yeah. God damn, man. But, yeah, I know we're kind of going off on all cylinders right now about the theorizing, but I think this episode was my favorite Depending on what happens in the next one, the next one might be my favorite, but I think this one probably will be. Uh, they just did an amazing job of having every character in there shine the way they needed to, with the exception of Boba, um, doing what they need to, and just setting up for future stories. I mean, we we both think that Cobb, Cobb Van is not dead, considering that he only shot him once, and the, the, townspeople, mm-hmm. the townspeople, which now it's called Freetown, not... Yeah. Um, uh, Mos Pelgo, which for some reason, why did Cobb Cobb Van call it Mos Pelgo in the beginning with the with the Pikes, but then the bartender's like Freetown. I don't know. Probably because nobody when he's you know he's addressing the Pikes, they're not going to know who the, where the fuck Freetown is. Very true. That's a good point. Um, you know, and because they were yeah, tending the, to- other, the other thing about Cobb Van's death and uh, well, supposed death and his deputy's death, the deputy got shot like six or seven times. Oh yeah, he's and dead. like and like. Yeah, like his head hit the fucking wall and he was out like a light. Cobb yeah. Van took one shot to the abdomen and like fell down. Yeah, I mean they shot it so you couldn't tell if he was dead or not, if he was exactly. breathing or Which not. Means so fucking alive. I think he's alive. So he's gonna want revenge from mm-hmm. Cobb Van, from the Pikes, and then they're gonna join the fight with Boba dude, and his army. What a lineup, dude! Cobb Van, Dark Chewbacca, Black uh, Black Chrysanthemum, Dark Chewbacca. <laughs> 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 okay yeah um we got the you, you know what's funny? since it's dark chewbacca i just picture like dmx noises um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's it called what, you, what these bitches want 
<laughs> just no, no, shout, it's like sh- the, ow, ow, ow. Yeah, <laughs> that's more like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's gotta be a, that's gonna be a YouTube video one of these days. Yeah. So, <laughs> dude, we have Boba Fett's lineup. I'm not even gonna count the fucking 1950s Back to the Future goons. I mean, then you um, got, got Fennec and Boba and Mando. It's yeah, a, it's a stacked Fennec, lineup. Boba, Fennec, Boba, Mando, Dark Chewbacca. Now you're gonna have fucking Cobb Van. Like, it's, dude, it's like, you ever see the movie The Magnificent Seven? No, actually, I haven't. It's, uh, so they, they remade it with Denzel, but it, uh, it's like a Western classic. It's like one of the great okay. Western movies of our okay. time. And, uh, like, each, they call it The Magnificent Seven because each one of the seven cowboys protecting this town from bandits is, like, you know, like, quick, like, one of the best guns in the West. You know, the fastest draw, or, like, most accurate, or they he's, a like, certain, a gambler, you know what I mean? a certain skill, each one of them? Exactly. So, like, I feel like this is, we're getting the space version of the Magnificent Seven. That's a pretty good way to put it, because each one of them is very skilled in something, you know. Fennec is obviously a sharpshooter. Uh, Cobb Van is, is a fast drawer. You know, yeah. Mando, Mando is an all-around great, just great hunter, and Boba Fett... I mean, he's ruthless. Yep. So, and, well, and then also Black Crescent is ruthless too, but every single one of them have like a particular set of skills and that would really complement each other. I'm ready for this big final battle with the Pikes. Um, I'm excited to see where this could lead to next. I mean, I'm sure there will be some kind of after credit scene. And I know Andreas did say he wanted to be a part of the season finale uh, next week, so we'll have to hit him up when he... Uh, and, and, and remind him this week too, actually, Andreas, if you're listening, which we know you are, you're coming on next week if you have the time, buddy. Um, That's right. So overall, then, what was like your most favorite part of this episode? Cobb Bane. I mean, um, Cad Bane. Cad Bane. I'd have to agree, but I really love the stuff with Luke and Grogu too. I loved it so much. I I I didn't like that. I don't like that. Luke is making him choose between the armor and the lightsaber, but I love the the inner conflict that that he has. It's just, I mean, they're not gonna. Eventually, those two are gonna meet again, and maybe they don't meet together for a long time, but they have to. You know, I also yeah. think it'd be good if Grogu was like a recurring character in these shows as well, similar to uh, to to Mando and ha- how he is. Like, I could easily see Grogu and Luke in the Ahsoka show. Yeah, easily. So I think that could be a great thing there. Man, this is just fucking insane. I If they added more characters in this, which I don't know how they could, because I thought of Bo-Katan, but I'm like, no, she's not going to want to help Bo- Boba Fett. She, she doesn't think he's a Mandalorian. That's right. So overall, this was a fantastic episode. Book of Boba Fett has been fan- has been great. It was a slow, rocky turn. The criticism some people may feel like, oh, this show didn't start getting really good until Mandalor- the Mandalorian showed up. Maybe you want to say that. I thought the show was getting a lot better before the Mandalorian showed up. But overall, this show has been fucking fantastic. It's going to be a huge yeah, battle. I think so. My only thing is Boba needs to do a lot of cool shit in this next episode. He really does. Yeah, he needs to be like fucking ripping people's heads off. Oh yeah, like the devastation that that Mando did in the previous episode with the dark saber, Boba needs to be doing some shit. Like like what he did in the episode where he got his armor back in Mandalorian season two. Like he needs to do some shit like that, yeah. but, more, but more brutal, fucking crazy shit. Yeah, I want to see Black Chrysanthemum like rip the fucking arms off of the pikes. I want you know what I think he's gonna do. I think this is where we're gonna see Boba ride the Rancor, and the Rancor is gonna fucking eat everybody. Yeah. 
and like smash people. Plus, it'd be really cool for a quick second if Danny Trejo could get the dark saber and just stab people. <laughs> yeah. It'd be really great because it's the closest weapon in the Star Wars universe that looks like an actual machete. He should just have his own space machete. It would be cool. It's like what is this? It's a it's a machete. It's a space machete. <laughs> oh, Daddy Trail. I don't think he'll show up, but it'd be funny if he could show up in the final battle. Overall, yeah. though, uh, what did you guys think of the Book of Boba Fett this most recent episode? Let us know on the social medias at fanspeculation underscore pod and fanspeculation on the Twitter. Uh, we asked you guys a quick little question on Twitter just the other day. Uh, let's go through this here real quickly. We asked you guys, who is your favorite Mandalorian? And we gave you the options of Boba Fett, Jango Fett, Din Djarin the Mandalorian, and Bo-Katan and Kreese. Now, it was pretty close between two guys, Din Djarin and Boba Fett. Din Djarin got 60% of the vote, and Boba Fett got 40% of the vote. Poor Jango and Bo-Katan got nothing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're still good characters, but, I mean, Boba and, and Mando are really popular right now. The other thing that's really popular mm-hmm. is Spider-Man. And we asked you guys a question. Who is your favorite Spider-Man? Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, or Miles Morales? This was pretty close, Finn. So at 4%, we had Miles Morales. Miles Morales didn't get much love. But Andrew and Toby tied at 30% of the vote. And Tom Holland got 36% of the vote. Wow. Yeah. So according to our followers on Twitter, apparently Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man. But is he? Yeah. Is he the best Spider-Man? Is it Toby? Is it Andrew? Because that leads us to our next topic. The three Spider-Men all got together for an interview. Oh, yeah. Finally. Yes, finally. This is something we've been waiting for for so long. The the episode, uh, the episode, the interview released literally like an hour (laughs) before we were about to, like right before we started the podcast, I think it it just went up. And we mentioned it last week, but we couldn't really talk about it because we did not have time to actually... Uh, watch it. But now that's been out, we got some time. We actually talk about some of these things. One of the things I want to talk about, Vin, is Toby Maguire, in some of his portions of the interview, he was saying something along the lines of he doesn't want to, you know, close in the chapter. And he corrects himself, so not close the chapter, but revisit the chapter and kind of get some closure. Excuse me. And just learn a little bit about just saying that, implying that he doesn't seem to be done, you know? I mean, the question here is, do you see Tobey Maguire returning as Spider-Man? I think so. I, I personally think that he will return at some point. Some people say he could show up as early as Multiverse <laughs> of Madness. Hmm. I mean, um, I would it? like to see... I, 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 to, you know what? I would like to see Tobey Maguire show up in Multiverse of Madness. Out of all the Spider-Men, I would like him show up. Andrew is rumored too right now as well. Andrew is rumored for the Multiverse of Madness movie too. Now here's are there the any f- other Sony characters that are that are meant to show up? There are a bunch of other different characters from the Fox universe that could show up and, I, and I'm not sure about Sony but the thing is for me is that you also I, I think Toby is more likely than Andrew. Toby has kind of been reported by some uh, more reliable sources whereas Andrew is just a rumor at the moment. Now we have to remember this. Sam Raimi is directing uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Sam Raimi directed the original three Spider-Man films that Tobey Maguire did. I think it would make a lot more sense for Tobey to show up in this movie rather than Andrew, considering like uh, Sam Raimi actually gave some high praises to the Spider-Man movie 
And during the interview, the interviewer was like, you know, Toby, Sam, actually, Sam Raimi actually gave some really beautiful, touching words about No Way Home. And he's like, oh, that's so great. I didn't get to read it. And <laughs> I was watching uh, The Real Rejects. And as they were watching the reaction to it, they're just laughing. He's like, he, he, the guy tried to segue. And now Toby gave him just fucking nothing. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's nice. And the guy had to kind of scramble. Like, oh, uh, uh, anyway, Andrew. I <laughs> So yeah, it was yeah, kind of yeah. funny. But, um. I would think that he could show up multiverse of madness. Um, what would you say is more likely of a Spider-Man? And you may have mentioned this, and I'm just being a fucking idiot. Uh, do you think it's Andrew's more likely to show up in multiverse of madness? Toby or both of them? Yeah, we just we just talked about that. Yeah, I know. I, I, Toby. I mean, you personally think it's Toby, but do you personally yeah. think that Toby's more likely? Yes. I, I think Toby's personally more likely as well. And Andrew Garfield said some things about how, like, it feels, you know, it's like a brotherhood. These three guys who, you know, who have played the character before. Uh, Tom Holland said things like, you know, he was nervous to meet Toby and Andrew considering, you know, they're all playing the same character. He's not sure the personalities are going to be. He's just wanting to, you know, all of us to work together in the character. And, and it did work really, really well. Um where do you think we could see Andrew Garfield return as Spider-Man? With all these rumors and reports of him coming back to be Sony Spider-Man, what do you think the the soonest we could see Andrew Spider-Man return? Um, I mean, if Multiverse of Madness isn't the soonest, the only other thing would be a Sony property, and the next Sony property is Morbius. And that got delayed, and they're definitely going to be doing reshoots for this shit. Well, well, if that's the case, then I think he's going to show up in Morbius. I'm going to think that Morbius is going to be an Andrew Garfield villain uh, that's going to segue somehow into Tom Holland's world along with Venom. And it's going to be Andrew Garfield helping out Tom Holland. Well, I don't think Venom's going to segue back into the, the MCU considering how a portion of this Venom symbiote was left behind in the MCU. I do think Andrew could show up in a cameo for Morbius, maybe as an after credit scene or something to get people really talking about. Um, it's it's just it's just really cool to see all these guys talking about it and seeing all these guys get together. Um, read a little uh, little thing here. One of the funny jokes that uh, Andrew uh, Andrew Garfield said. Because uh, the guy asked about how his, he was approached about it. He says, if Toby was, was going to do it, then I was like, well, I have no choice now. He joked. He's like, I follow Toby to the ends of the earth, and I'm and I'm lemming for Toby. So he said, I love the destiny feeling of the multiverse expanding in this film. And actually, without Toby's Peter and Andrew's Peter being present for Tom's Peter at this moment, he may have not become the Peter Parker that he's supposed to become. Getting these three Spider-Men together could not have gone could have gone one of two ways, and I think it's a testament to these guys that it went that way, and it went, which was brotherhood, which was beautiful. Uh, so Garfield and Maguire done their... So will Garfield and Maguire don their constructive Spider-Man costumes once again? I'm reading from an a article here. In terms of moving forward with the character, yes, I'm definitely open to that, Garfield explained during the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. Again, it would have to be something very unique, very special, and serving to an audience in the service of the character. There's something playful and unique and odd and the unexpected to be done. I'm sure, I'm not sure what it is, but if we can figure it out, it would be so much fun. Um, and we just touched upon that. I think Andrew Garfield is more likely to show up sooner rather than Toby. Um, but one of the best things about that interview... Well, just about I don't I don't think we mentioned the podcast. You know the scene where you know um, when 
they're trying to figure out and formulate the plan to fight all the villains. When Andrew Garfield yeah. goes, I love you guys. And they're like, thank you. Andrew just goes, that was just me loving them. Yep. That line was completely ad-libbed. That's funny as hell. Dude, it just goes to go to the testament of how great Andrew Garfield is an actor. And he should have fucking he really won that. Is. He should have won that Oscar for Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, oh, 100%. That movie was amazing. It was. And and anybody who has not seen Hacksaw Ridge, if you love war films, you need to go watch Hacksaw Ridge once this podcast is over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. So, moving on towards that, we talked about, you know, Multiverse of Madness that Toby could show up. There are some other characters who could possibly show up for Multiverse of Madness. Now, spoiler warning in case we get any of this shit right and we ruin the movie for you. Okay, if you don't like hearing about reports about people who could possibly be in the movie, then skip your ass all the way to the next portion. We're probably gonna be talking about this for another like, like fifteen minutes or so, twenty minutes. So skip your ass over. Okay. So according to my time to shine, there's a few different reports that are coming out now. Okay. So they report that Josh Brolin will be returning as Thanos and Cable, uh, and that John Bernthal will be returning as the Punisher. Now. Obviously, Thanos is dead, and Cable's in another universe, but the multiverse, bring him right in. Uh, multiverse, you can bring Thanos back as well. How do you feel about that, Vin? How do you feel about uh, Brolin coming back as Thanos and Cable? Um, I think it's going to be super interesting. Uh, I think Josh Brolin's a great actor, and when we're, if, if both characters are on the screen at the same time, it's just a testament to him playing against himself, you know? I mean, I don't think they'd put them in the same movie or the same scenes or whatever but it would be funny if he actually got those two and deadpool in the same place yeah it's like i told you the same fucking person uh that would be pretty funny um yeah i would think for like some kind of secret wars event they would bring thanos in or something um and then john bernthal's the punisher not so much that he could probably show up in multiverse of madness but john bernthal returning as the punisher is just fucking great i know Vinny, you Mm -hmm. haven't i know you haven't seen punisher or, or is it you haven't seen Punisher and Daredevil, or is it one or the other? Or you I have seen? not seen all of Punisher, and I have not seen any of Daredevil. Okay, so you but you but you've seen Burnthal as Punisher. Correct. Correct. Okay, um, I think he could probably be introduced in whatever project Daredevil is doing. Uh, maybe he could possibly show up in some kind of uh, if Hawkeye decides to do another season. Uh, who knows how they can introduce uh, Punisher? But speaking of that. You know, we also, Daredevil, Charlie Cox, apparently is going to be returning for multiple projects. I mean, he could he could return as soon, he could come back as soon as Moon Knight. Wow. Because there is a group called the Midnight Suns, and that group consists of a lot of different characters, including Moon Knight, uh, Blade, Daredevils, Ghost Rider, and uh, Black wow. Knight. What a lineup. What yeah, a lineup. A lot of guys who fight more of the darker, mystical, demon type stuff of the Marvel Universe. Um, along with, you know, um, I, don't know I, I mean, Punisher could probably throw, be thrown in there too, but it would be interesting to see. Um, and as for Multiverse goes, again, spoiler warning, I hope you skipped over this part. Um, My Time to show, Shine Hello is reporting that Patrick Stewart will come back as Professor Charles Xavier. I hope so. I hope so, too. I really, I really hope so. And the rumor is going around that he'll be returning from Multiverse of Madness and that he'll be the variant of the Professor X X, uh, Professor X from the animated X-Men TV series because there's been concept art shown out there with him in the yellow wheelchair from that show. Good. I mean, I would personally love it. I just don't think he's going to make it out of there alive. Yeah. I, I think... Yeah, he, I don't think so either. 
I think he's going to get into a thing with Wanda, and he's going to try and stop her, and then she is going to just fuck him up. Yeah, probably. That's probably. Safe. But the other big thing with, like, multiverse, and like I said, we want to do an episode entirely on multiverse of madness, probably within the next few weeks once Boga Boba Fett is over. Um... My Time to Shine Hello did say this. They wanted Chris Evans to come back, but as Hydra Captain America. Yeah, that'd be awesome. If you aren't aware, there's a comic out there where at the end of it, Captain America just goes, Hail Hydra. And it's a big fucking mindfuck. It's more of one of the recent Marvel comics. Um, the, because the theories going around is that people go like, you know, they see Chris Evans, they think it's like, Steve? And he just goes, flame on, and is and the, he becomes a human torch again. But I think this would be even more of a mind fuck. Yeah, for I think me, that'd be fucking For crazy. me personally, but apparently it's not going to happen. Um, real quickly, then, before we, uh, I guess, we move on to the next segue, um, what is something you would personally like to see in Multiverse of Madness? Is it some, some like, like a scene, a character? What are some things you would want to see in the movie? Well, I would like to see the introduction of Deadpool. Um, the fact that we're getting cable means that that's possible. I, I'd like to see Venom. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm. Gonna, I don't know if we're gonna get it. I mean, never uh, know. I think anything and everything is possible for multiverse. No, no. I think it's gonna be a, a. I think it's gonna be an even bigger trip than than No Way Home was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just don't know what to expect. Well, you don't know what to expect, but sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a good thing that you don't know what to expect because that can make everything all the more fun. That's right. I mean, hell, I mean, your crazy Star-Lord T'Challa thing from Multiverse of Madness you pitched a while ago. While oh, yeah. it's a bit of a shot in the dark, it would be amazing if something like that could happen. But yeah. only time will tell. The other thing I think we're going to be speculating on for the next little while is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, we talked about, I think, last week that the High Evolutionary is going to be reported the reported villain of the film, and James Gunn have commented saying that this is a much darker film, this is going to be very different from what we've seen before, um, that this is the last time we're going to see this version of the Guardians, um... Yeah, and then Karen Gillan, who plays Nebula, she said when she read the whole script front to back, she cried. So, people are going to die in this film. And the big... I guess, ne- I guess Nebula's going to die. She could. She could do like a very heroic thing of sacrificing herself for her new family, or for Gamora even. And the big thing is, and people might not like this, but this is the big rumor going around the internet, that Rocket Raccoon is going to die in the movie. Oh, what a shame. I know. And it's really, it sucks to speculate on which Guardians are going to live and which Guardians are going to die. But the big thing into it here is that apparently Rocket's going to be more of a key player in this movie. And then we're going to learn more of his origin story. And the High Evolutionary apparently experimented on animals. And Rocket Rocket is an experiment... And you know he took he took a rac you know raccoon was taken and now he's given all this cybernetic intelligence. I mean mm-hmm. it would make a lot of sense if that was the case, but but people would be so heartbroken by that. I know I would. I love Racket Raccoon. Yeah, he's one of the, he's easily one of the best characters. I mean he's one of the best, one of the funniest. You know, uh, I, I mm-hmm. love <laughs> I love when um, <laughs> in uh, Endgame. Uh, it's not, not Endgame, Infinity War. He's just like, 
Ooh, I wouldn't have done. I would have cleaned that first. Get that off of Constraxia and stick it up my. Eh, eh, hey, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when Thor's freaking out, and he can't do the. I can't do this. I can't do this. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Smacks him. <laughs> it would be too much for you to get the crumbs out of your beard and help me get my family back. What? The crumbs out of your beard. Yeah, exactly. Bradley Cooper does such a good job. He's so, so good. I was watching, me and Ash were watching uh, Hangover a little while ago. I'm just like, it's so amazing how much he can change his voice from Rocky yeah. to, you know, to his normal speaking voice. It's just, it blows my mind how good of an actor and voice actor he is. Um, but other characters that could possibly die, we've talked about it too. I mean, the the biggest, you know, you know, invisible ele- elephant in the room, Drax the Destroyer. Um, it's no secret that Dave Bautista has said that after Guardians 3, he's done. You know, his Marvel contract is up. I mean, yeah. we'd have to agree that that's what's going to happen. But then again, maybe Marvel could throw a bunch of money at him and he could stay. Um, the likelihood of Drax dying, yes or no, Vinny, what would you say? Uh, I think it's about 85%. Yeah, I'd say so too. What about Rocket? Uh, about 85%. Hmm. The other characters, Nebula, I'd say she's in the 80-75% range. Just yeah, because yeah. me personally, like I've loved the evolution and the character growth of Nebula. You know, she went from this villain to this sympathetic anti-hero uh into hero and her journey has just been so great. It would just be it would really suck for me personally that if Nebula died, but if she did it in a heroic way, like if she sacrificed herself for Gamora, that would be a really great heroic death that she could have. Um Mm-hmm. Another big one people are saying is Peter Quill. Now, I think Peter Quill is very, very unlikely to die in Guardians Volume 3. Yeah, I think so. Because as much as the cast works together and they play off of each other, it wouldn't make much sense for Peter Quill, Star-Lord, the leader of the group, to die. Yeah. I think other characters, like possibly like Mantis is a possibility, but I think she's more on the lower end of the spectrum. Um mm-hmm. And Groot, I think, along with Peter Quill, is the least likeliest to die because we've seen Groot die twice already. I don't think they make yeah, him Groot, die again. Groot can't die. Really, I mean, if you can get a twig from the wreckage or whatever after he's you know died, like he did in Guardians One, you can still bring him back. Like Groot technically isn't can't really die. Yeah, but kind like the, the Phoenix in Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. I think an interesting thing here also is we have to remember Will Poulter coming in as playing Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock and Gamora actually had a relationship in the comic books, for those of you who did not know. So I think it's also going to go to a thing that I think think Gamora is going to be going into a different direction out of this movie. I don't think her and Peter are going to rekindle their their relationship. I don't think Peter's going to be able to make her a member. Or even if he is able to make her a member, maybe he's going to give her the free will to choose what she wants. And that kind of just... Let's her do what she wants, similar to like a Spider-Man No Way Home thing with with uh, with MJ. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. The well, interest- I I, I wouldn't ahead, sorry, like. Go ahead. It. No, I said I wouldn't like it, but I, you know, not much you can do about it. No, you know, I, like you want to see oh. you want to see Gamora and Peter Quill together. Yeah, you love the relationship. You love the chemistry between the two characters. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is, I think the Guardians of the Galaxy can return and still do well. It's just. We're going to have some interchangeable characters, like the Avengers. Iron Man's gone. Thor doesn't seem to be a part of the Avengers anymore because of you know he's doing his own thing. Um, yeah. Spider-Man's not an Avenger anymore because no one remembers who Peter Parker is. Um, 
or even he wasn't. He said, "I used to be. I was in the Avengers, meaning past tense. He was, and no one really knows what's going on with the Avengers these days." So, I mean, I think we could see other characters pop in the Guardians. Like, mm-hmm. I think Thor as a Guardian of the Galaxy would be really, really cool. You know? Yeah, we, I, I agree. We could get him, and I think some Ravagers, like like Kraglin. I think Kraglin would be a good member of the Guardians of the Galaxy if he's not a member already. Um, yeah. who knows who else we could see as a cat, you know, as uh, potential members of the guardians of the galaxy. Um, maybe Adam Warlock could join. I don't know. It could be a little less likely. Um, who's the, who's the guy from Thor? Um, who's the guy from fucking the stone guy that was in the Deadpool? Oh, uh, Cork. Yeah. Cork could be a guardian of the galaxy for sure. Easily. Cork and me could be Guardians of the Galaxy, I think so. I think by the time this movie is over, I mean, sure, I think some Guardians might have died in the fight against um against uh the high evolutionary, but I think at the same but I think at the same time we'll probably have a new uh lineup of Guardians and I just hope not too many of the OGs and the lovable characters are gonna be gone. Like I think I think when this is over, I think we're probably gonna have Star Lord, Groot, Mantis, uh, and maybe Nebula. Maybe Nebula. The others, I think, are gone. R- Rocket, I wouldn't want it, but I think that's a possibility. I think I think it's a strong possibility. Yeah. Also, I would like to see this movie try to introduce Galactus in some shape or form as like a little tease, you know, or Silver Surfer, like a like an end end credits. Yeah, or even like I would like to see Silver Surfer possibly show up in this movie, because wow. because Surfer and and Adam Warlock do have a bit of a history, you know. Um, it was Silver Surfer who was with Adam Warlock when Warlock was the one who defeated Thanos in the Infinity Call the comic book, and it would just it would just be nice. Honestly, I I think Silver Surfer is a long overdue character who should be in the MCU by now, and maybe they're doing the long game. Maybe they're waiting on. Uh, they're waiting on uh, the right time, and I think Guardians is the right time, considering it is a you know uh, a cosmic part of the MCU. They're the ones who kind of deal with all this kind of stuff. What would you say? Nah, I'm just listening. You know what I mean? Okay, because you kind of you, cut out you know much second. more about this than I do. Nah, I'm just saying. Um, I mean that's yeah, that's that's how I feel about the whole thing. You know? Yeah. Well, I think this is a short episode, Vin. <laughs> Is it? Because we yeah, kind of. I mean, there's some other things we can talk about if you I, want to. Because we, I mean, that's I kind of went through all my notes here. Well, good, good. I mean, we got Book of Boba Fett coming up next week, the season finale. We're gonna be covering uh-huh. that. The two of you and me, and uh, hopefully Andreas can join us as well. Uh, I'm sure there's gonna be more news coming out within the ne- next week. Uh, that I'm sure even. Breaking news that will happen tomorrow that we won't be able to talk about, or today, yep. if you're listening, or the Thursday of this week that you're listening to this, because you know we didn't have time to talk about it, or it just broke that <laughs> day of. You know, shit happens yep. to us a lot yep. in this podcast. Um, but thank you all so much for listening to this episode of uh, Fan Speculation. Apologies for the um, the length of the episode today. If you heard about what the fucking day I had today, it took me three hours to get to work today. Three fucking hey. hours. Ridiculous. Is that it, because of the, the parade for that man, the police well, officer? Well, it wasn't necessarily a parade. It was the funeral that was happening, and they blocked, uh, they blocked 57th all the way to 42nd and 41st and 40th 
Uh, it was it was really really bad. I was trying to turn wow. on 57th on 8th Avenue, and then I tried to reroute myself. I saw 59th was blocked off. So I'm like, okay, I'll turn on 7th, and that was the biggest mistake of my life because they weren't okay. letting, they were letting anybody fucking turn. Nobody. Yeah. I, and the one cop I asked, I'm like, hey, look, I'm trying to get to work in York Avenue. Like, I, I, I can I please turn? He was like, no, 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 you don't, you don't turn here. You go down this way. I'm like, he's being a real jerk off, dickhead about it. I'm like, look, I have to get to work. I, I, like, I been sitting on 7th Avenue for so long. He's like, oh, no, you go home today. You go to work tomorrow. He literally told me that. What does that mean? I, I, that's what I said. I'm like, what the, what the hell does that mean? This is a traffic cop. Which, by the way, if you're not fam- for those of you who are not familiar, New York City traffic cops are not real cops. They're not, no, they're real, not. They're not real cops. They don't carry guns. Yeah. Like, they're, they're city jobs, but they're fucking useless is what they are. And yeah. he, and this guy he barely spoke English. He was being a real piece of shit. He's being a jerk off. He's doing his and he's and and he's just being an asshole. So I got to work at like quarter after ten. That's how fucking bad it was. At least you got to relax in the car. Relax all. There was not much relaxing when I was on Seventh Avenue, my friend. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought maybe we'd we'd fill it with some filler right there with my bullshit that I dealt with today. Uh, anyway, guys, okay. thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Uh, please be sure to be following us on Twitter at Fan Speculation underscore Pod. Please be sure. To, uh, no, that's Instagram. Instagram is Fan Speculation underscore Pod, and Twitter is Fan Speculation all one word. So, Vin, final thoughts here. What do you most want to see for the season finale of Book of Boba Fett next week? You know, the showdown between Boba Fett and Cad Bane. Cad Bane, Boba Fett. Hell, yep. I'd I'd want to see. I would I would like to think that Cad Bane is so hard to beat that he needs Mando's help from the both yep. of them, and they just barely get out of there. I hope so. I hope so, too. Anyway, guys, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Please, please be sure to be listening to us on your favorite podcast app, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you can find us. Share with your friends. Leave a five-star review if you can. Write a review. Uh, it really helps out the podcast here. So thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. So for CJ Palmasano, I'm Vinny Carini. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week. The Kind Gang Bang! <laughs> <laughs>